Hi everybody, welcome to another Prog Report Podcast interview. This is Roy, hope everybody's doing okay out there. Before we get started with today's episode, just a reminder, follow us on progreport.com, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, also on YouTube, and download the podcast on all our podcast networks, wherever you like to listen. And also, we are dropping the nominations for the Prog Report awards this week, so keep an eye out for those. We're going to be doing a few every day. You can vote for your favorites, and we will be announcing the winner sometime in December. Also, we'll be doing our Best of 2022 podcast around that time, so keep your eyes and ears out for that as well. Uh, one of my favorite albums this year that came out just recently is uh, from the band Terra Maze from Australia. They have a new album called Flight of the Wounded. They're fourth in the last two years, so they've been extremely busy during this pandemic period. I had a chance to speak with the main songwriter, singer, and lead guitarist Dean Wells about the new album, everything about the band. So check out my interview with Dean Wells from Terra Maze. Well, good to meet you, man. Yeah, been a uh, been a long time uh, coming, I think, for for us to do something with you guys. Yeah, um, that's why I was surprised with the interview. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll be honest with you. I'll tell you, um, you know, we're because we're in the U.S. Not every band sort of gets brought to our attention a lot, and up until yeah. up until really like a year ago, wasn't really familiar with your guys's music all that much you know I, you see the occasional article somewhere on some other website but i mean good, good god there's eight million bands i mean it's uh it's a little crazy yeah there is <laughs> how do you deal yeah, with uh you know i mean your your biggest audience obviously i would imagine is in your home home area of, of australia or, or melbourne or whatever but i mean do you it's not okay so where where then probably europe and america yeah have you guys do uh have you done a lot of touring over in europe you know we've only played once in europe um that was before covid literally like that was our last show uh it was at a prog prog power in sort of amsterdam ish which was great for us because we're like a we went over there not knowing how you know how many people knew us and all that sort of stuff and we ended up being one of the main bands for the night well, the Sunday night, and it was it was incredible actually, because uh, kind of we're so far over here. Sometimes don't realize that you know people listen to our music on the other side of the world. <laughs> right. So that, what, I, that, have you been to the states? Have you played in? Have you played in the states? Uh, I've I have, but not Terramaze. We we were booked to play the Prog Power America, and the whole band went on the flight, and I got sick. To the point where, I mean, hospital hospitalized really for for a week. No one knew what was wrong with me. It was like I'd never been sick in my life, and like worked worked all my life to get the band to a certain point. Go, yep, going to play Prog Power, which was, you know, would have been probably a lot bigger than the European one. And literally the day I end up in hospital, I couldn't believe it. Um, took me a year to get better. Wow. That's yeah, intense. man. So that was that was probably a year before the European one. So that was, you know, and then we had we had all these shows booked with like Haken and Queensryche and. Uh, how far back is it? How far back was all this? Uh, twenty eighteen. Yeah. Ish. Yeah, Pre-pandemic. 
yeah, 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 yeah. So fit before, then so, uh, yeah. I oh, mean, I had like tours with my other band booked all through America with Testament and stuff, and pandemic hit. So it's been <laughs> kind of crazy. <laughs> oh, that's awful. Man, sorry, like, sorry, man. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> right, man. But, you that know, sucks. that's why we're that's why we end up releasing like a hundred albums over the last two years. Yeah. Well, I wanted to ask you all about that. I, um. So for people that maybe aren't familiar or just discovering the band or, or whatever, um, you know, give us a, a, a brief history because um, the band's been around a while. Uh, so, well, yeah, well, the band actually started, you know, when well, I was like a teenager, a kid, basically. and Did a couple of albums really young and you know, had record deals and all this sort of stuff thrown into it. I literally had been playing guitar for like three years or something. So, and then it actually, once I started getting a little bit better, I suppose at writing songs, I wanted to go and learn how to write other styles of music. Cause I just went straight to metal from a kid, you know what I mean? Just riffs and right. got a little bit more, got a little bit more progressive and then, you know, sort of discovered dream theater and stuff like that. But then, and then the band stopped for years. Um, so we sit, sort of caught, did a fair bit in like uh, late 90s, early 2000s. And then it stopped and I went and learned how to be a producer and worked with uh, people from, you know, Australian Idols and X Factors and that. So that was really eye-opening as a songwriter and a producer. Mm -hmm. um, and then it wasn't until about, actually it wasn't until about 20 10 or 11 12 or something like that uh roughly a year man i don't know now that um my label at the time who was my publisher i uh, didn't know what to do with a lot of my music that i was writing it was a lot, lot more guitar stuff and a bit more you know heavier and that and then they said maybe you should do a terramaze album and i actually thought that i was done with that because that was like you know that was one of the first things i did when i started playing guitar and we did pretty right. well for not knowing what we we're doing we had like we sold a heap of albums overseas and stuff and it just stopped so that sparked my interest back in playing heavy music and then i started writing for that and and then i went all right i'll just so i basically just kept the name because you know it was something i had when i was younger and reignited it when the album anadonia come out 2012 um we did with uh, jeff waters from annihilator the Canadian man, so he come over and produced it. So from there, it kind of just went from writing a couple of heavier songs to like, oh, I'm doing this now. I'm not writing songs for, for TV or anything. I'm just doing Terramaze, and that was it. Like once it sparked that back in me, I suppose because I learned a lot more about music and uh, songwriting. Right. That just you know kind of just went full steam from about 2012 onwards. And then you release a few albums. You're the main songwriter and lead guitarist. But then just a few years ago, you took over as lead vocalist. Is that how it worked out? Yeah, well, the, it's kind of weird. I've always written the music from, from sort of day one. And it depended on what singer we had at the time. They would sort of contribute. But I still was the songwriter. Um, our original singer, Brett, who sang on a fair few of the albums, um, he was quite a creative sort of person. 
But even then, I was still doing a lot of the harmonies and all that sort of stuff. So my voice was always still always in there. I just didn't think I could sing and play the stuff because hmm. I would write riffs that were not easy to play and then sing over it. So I just went, you know, oh, I need a singer. But then we got Nathan for her Halo, um, which was sort of the bigger album when we got signed to Mascot label group in Europe. Um, well, they're in America too. They were a pretty big step up for us. Um, so from then, you know, did an album with Nathan and then I got Brett back and then, <laughs> then the pandemic hit and it was the other guys in the band that just went, um, you need to sing this album because it was a really, the album I Wonder was a really heavy subject matter that I experienced. And so it was hard to sort of translate to anyone else. Do you know what I mean? Sure. So I was just doing all the demos and that. And then at the time, Nathan was doing something else. No one knew what they were doing, I suppose, when the pandemic hit. So it was like, okay, let's just do this album and I'll sing it. So I've never really took it that serious. I sort of just recorded it and went, whatever. And then the pandemic kept going on and on. And we're like, we've got all this music now because because I was singing, I never really had to sort of uh, translate it to another singer or wait for the other singer. To, I was just doing it, you know, if I'm right in the studio now. Like, it's just easy for me to wake up, push record and start either singing yeah. or playing guitar. So I just had all this material. So we just kept going thinking, well, everyone thinks the world's ending and we're just going to stick to our, we're just going to stick to our, the thing you know i mean because everyone the world just got so divided and like full of fear and that and i'm like i'm gonna stick to this otherwise yeah. this is gonna this is gonna ruin me and it was one of the i think one of the best uh decisions we we did was yeah, so you had just, you had uh you had that album and then you had two last year yeah sorella minore that was i had most of that actual long song sort of written i didn't i wasn't quite sure when to do that because i knew I, i'd I wanted to bring Nathan right, so we're and, talking about a, a the 25 minute track from that album the your four, four songs on that album that one's 25 minutes that's your big prog statement song right there right well it wasn't a statement it was just, <laughs> it, was, it was just a bit of fun oh yeah all the music it's kind of fun but i always like to ask is, bands that write songs like that if they if that's something they challenge themselves to do like hey let's see if we can do it or yeah. it's something that just sort of happens uh, I think when it started to get about 10 minutes long, I kind of went, well, I've either got to write, go backwards and write a whole album to it or just keep writing the song and just see what happens. So it just kept getting longer and longer. And I thought I've got to tell like some part of the story now. So it just, it was kind of just, uh, I don't know, man, it was just sort of happening and realized, oh, it's at 25 minutes now. <laughs> like so it was it wasn't really like a sort of set out to go i'm gonna go i want to write something like change the seasons or something it was just like this is the next part of her halo and um now it's a long song you know what i mean it was yeah. just you know what i mean not really not really thinking about the length of it i suppose yeah. do you like do you like being the lead singer now are you you comfortable in that in that role i mean because look your voice is amazing and it fits Thanks. the music great. So so it's sort of surprising it took you this long to figure that out, I suppose. 
well, yeah, but that's the thing. Like, I suppose with the pandemic, it changed a lot of things in people. And I, I suppose it was a way for me to kind of go, I need to take control of my life at the moment because, you know, things were chaos, especially over here, man. We were locked in our houses for months, couldn't leave. It was just, it was yeah. insane. It was, especially Melbourne was the worst, which was, for us, was just mind-blowing. So I just went, I'm just going to keep writing music. And I suppose because I was singing it all, as I'm just writing it down, it just become, okay, I'm just doing this now. It was no real, like, right, we've got to get another singer. Or it was just, I suppose, a natural sort of progression. But saying that, I do like working with other singers. So... Um, I'll never I I think now it's it's the band's actually really probably the strongest it has been just four of us for a while but I'll definitely be working with other people again it's just I, I like not having any rules I suppose you know what I mean right I know people people get their mindset on a singer and that and I'm like but at the end of the day, it's it's my thing, and I kind of do whatever I want with it. You know what I mean? It, yeah. But that's how it has to be. Like, if you if you're not doing that, then you're not really being true to yourself. It's like no one else is living your life. No one else is making your band. So, don't know. At the moment, like we played a show with me singing the main, and it actually felt extremely comfortable, but. It was a, a lot of work to be able to play and sing at the same time because I'm still playing the same stuff. It's not right. like I'm strumming it. I'm strumming it like yeah, five yeah. chords or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's complicated <laughs> stuff. Uh, but I do want to talk about uh, the current record, the new record, which is "Flight of the Wounded." Um, man, I I'm in love with the record. The song oh. uh, "Gold" has just been yeah. maybe one of my my favorite if not favorite song of the year it has the best chorus dude <laughs> it's really great and wow, thanks. uh there's a lot of good stuff on there of course you get the 10 minute title track which is really killer um battle also phenomenal talk about this album and and writing this one and how it's you know how it came together and what and and maybe how it was different than the uh, previous ones well it I suppose the main difference was the pandemic was sort of finished, kind of, you know what I mean? Like we went, I suppose we weren't locked in our houses like rats sort of thing. It was, there was a little bit of, I suppose the difference with this album, we took a little bit longer, um, but there's probably a little bit more of, not so, it's not, wasn't so urgent. It was just, it was just, oh, okay, we've got, we're doing this now we're writing this music where the other ones were there was a lot more urgency to do it because of the state of the world you know what i mean it was like this is it this is the one thing i can control is the my music can't control anything else you know what i mean so but with flight even the the name flight of the wounded was kind of more about pretty much it kind of sums up what we did as a band just stuck to our guns regardless of you know how crazy everything was and people's families getting like torn apart and fighting and like it was it was chaos over here man so it was the one thing in our lives 
that kept us sort of guided, you know what I mean? Like, we've got to stick to this, otherwise we're going to all veer off, you know what I mean? And so it, it has, a lot of the songs has that kind of sense of purpose in it, you know what I mean? Whether, I don't know how to really explain it. It's yeah, that little bit of hope, I suppose, in the songs. Gold, <laughs> Gold was a song that I wrote, I can't remember, I probably got it on my computer when I actually wrote it, but the drummer, Nick, hassled me for ages. He's like, when are you going to, when can we do gold? Uh, I might have written that for another album. And I just went, it's too, it, it doesn't make sense. It didn't make sense to release gold through the pandemic. I don't know why that makes any sense to me, but it just felt, I don't know. So too, when, uh, is it? you felt maybe it's too uplifting or something like maybe yeah maybe my head wasn't there you know what i mean like i only just go by how i feel you know what i mean with with everything and sometimes that gets me in you know some shit places but most of the time it it, it, used, it, it works out so i knew that gold had to be on this one and i sort of changed it a little bit but the chorus i was just i remember just sitting on my couch playing an old acoustic guitar that wasn't even in tune and I remember singing the chorus straight away. It came to me like straight away and, and I put it on my phone and I sort of left it. And I kind of go back and forwards. And like, I make this into a heavy song because it didn't, it didn't sound like a heavy song. It was almost like a, like acoustic song. That's why the, you know, the chords and that are quite simple in the song because yeah. I, I wrote it on acoustic guitar. So I sort of had to translate it to the, the band. But yeah, a few people have said that about, about the chorus. So that's really nice to hear. Do you do you think of your guys selves as as sort of a you know quote unquote prog band? Because I'm because some stuff I mean like a song like Gold, mm. it, it, not to put it in a disparaging way, it's almost like it's a pop tune almost. You know what I mean? Like it's just yeah. just a song. Like I don't even just just as heavy instruments on on it. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. No, that's I suppose prog was a word that got thrown around a while ago when the songs end up getting a lot longer and a little bit more yeah. epic. Yeah, the long stuff uh, with the extra part that sort of lends itself to that. That's yeah, that's where a lot of people go when they think when they think of it. Yeah, you know what I mean? and that would that that probably would have started more on the album Esoteric Symbolism, which people say still is our best album, but it depends who you ask. But that's a lot more progressive but it's still got a, a more of a metal element to it but you know that album's like 70 something minutes long it's kind of silly but her halo was probably the most proggy when we got classes you know sort of progressive but for me i kind of just write in it and hopefully it works in the band yeah. if it's heavy there's some heavier stuff you know sometimes we bring the sort of death metal vocals back in and some prog heads don't like it and i'm like yeah it's cool whatever i do but then the songs that are really straightforward like gold and there's a few on the previous albums uh like 401 it's like three chords but it's 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 quite dark and that but i like having the option to do either from 25 minutes to three minutes to um, me that is almost prog in itself right there so so yeah. on the new album you have the 10 minute opening track which has a lot of parts and a lot of different things going on gold comes right after that so you get this sort of mix of both yeah 
I love hooks with heavy. So me for too. me, that's a great sound. And uh, I'm telling you, anybody listening needs to check check out the song and definitely the album. I mean, it's just been uh, some of my favorite stuff to listen to the last few months. So thanks, uh, man. Appreciate that. Been been really cool to discover more of your guys' music and um, and uh, really really enjoying it. Um, there's a lot of other bands that are in Australia or some in Melbourne uh, that I'm familiar with that we know if we're here, Caligula's Horse, Voyager, um, Span Circles is pretty cool. Of course, Pliny is, is from around there. So, yeah. you know, what is the scene kind of, kind of down there? Because there's a lot of great bands from, from the ones we know. Um, we've played, we've played with most of those guys, Pliny, Voyager, Circles, haven't played with Caligula's Horse. I know, of them don't really know the guys i think they're from brisbane or something great band but it's australia's weird man it's like you could probably put all those bands in like a progressive sort of realm but there's a weird divide in australia compared to say europe or america i've spent a, i've spent a fair bit of time in america and you know like bands are a lot more sort of maybe a little bit more supportive towards each other overseas here. It's there's lots of great bands here, but it's, it's hard to explain. It's like, you kind of on your own, whatever, yeah, whatever you're yeah. doing, you kind of, and it's always sort of been like that a bit. And maybe, maybe that could be me. I'm a bit of a sort of hermit, but it is sort of, yeah, it's a bit divided in a way. I suppose it's gotten a bit better, but, um, but we, we can play with like metal bands, power metal bands, progressive, um, you know, like we've supported Arch Enemy. Um, what else we play with? Dragon Force. Yeah. So because they look for bands that have got a bit more guitar stuff, they go, I oh, will get Terramates because it's a lot more, you know, I mean, that sort of stuff. But it's, I suppose it comes across maybe heavier live, but. Yeah, it's weird, man. Like, there's Australia is very spread out as well. So, like Voyager uh, uh, in Perth, which is like six, seven hours away, we've played with them maybe twice in you know years. So yeah, um, but you know, like in America and Europe, everything's a lot closer. Really, together with fans and stuff. You know what I mean? So that's that's the big difference, I think, where the where the sort of separation is a little bit, you know, I mean, Pliny's in uh, Sydney. We played with him down here a while ago, but um, so yeah, like amazing banks in Australia, but it, cause it place is so, so big and the population is only 22 million or something. You don't see any of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like, <laughs> that's not like I can go and watch, uh, probably circles are the only ones in, in Melbourne. We've played with a few times actually, but see, we're, we're different to those guys again, which is fine. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's, there's like a prog scene. It's just. Right. There's a, just strange. different bands just doing their thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah, it's very different. I say to America. Big time. Yeah. Uh, so is Terra Maze signed on the label right now? Or are you guys independent or what's your, what's uh, your situation? At, at literally at the start of the, pandemic we chose to, to go independent for the first time 
in years. Uh, and I'm glad we did as much as I like working with labels. There's no way a label would have let me release four albums <laughs> in, two, <laughs> in two years. You know, there's no chance. I would have would have been lucky to do one. And then I suppose that was a bit of a blessing in disguise going, oh, I think we need to just do this on our own for a while and see where everything's at and, and see who's listening to our music and, you know, be a bit more hands-on with all that sort of stuff, which has really been a little bit crazy because the one thing we learned was people want more CDs than what we thought. <laughs> so, really? you know, we're getting hundreds of CDs made and I'm just like, how are we going? Oh, we've, we've sold out of those. And we're like, oh, my goodness. So we didn't know that. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't when I used to get like things from labels and that was always in some sort of language I could never really understand. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Digital sales, blah, blah, blah. But CDs went crazy. And I don't know if it was because of the pandemic, because people wanted something in their hand. There was a lot to that. I yeah. found that because you had a lot of people at home that couldn't go to shows that couldn't go do things. One, they had extra money. And then two, they're like, well, it'd be fun to buy something, right? Uh, you know, I'll support this band. Why not? You know, that kind of thing. Absolutely. And that's, yeah. So, you know, I mean, like all these, sort of, as, as, as tough as the pandemic was, especially like here for, for the band and us, because we just went, we're going to do this. It, it was actually quite amazing making the connection with all these different people around the world who, who listen to our music and you know getting t-shirts and all they just wanted stuff you know they're getting cards made and posters and like we're not used to doing all that like i might do some of the graphics and that but we're not the ones hands-on going down and getting it all done and then trying to post it through a pandemic when you couldn't leave your house yeah. it was it now looking back at it i'm kind of like i'm i'm so glad we did it because we learned a lot about the music industry right now not the it's, industry. Uh, it's an interesting time yeah for sure so it's always changing I've, i'm literally going through at the moment uh talking to labels about a licensing deal because we've got so much music uh i got approached just recently about a licensing deal worldwide and it, it didn't work out because i wasn't quite happy with it but it made me think maybe that's the next step because I'm, I'm not sure I want to sign to a label at the moment. Just if it was if it was the right label with the right sort of deal and that, I think it'd be worth it. But it's been sort of kind of liberating doing it all ourselves. Yeah, I could see that. Interesting. I think there's there's benefits to both sides. Absolutely. You know, yeah. um, I've just never really done this side. You know, yeah. maybe when I was younger, but not not at this level. Not you know thousands of CDs and just. It was it was chaos, but it was quite. <laughs> but it was cool, cool at the same time. Yeah, yeah that's great. So. Uh, look I, again. I just want to give a, another shout to the album, the Terra Maze, uh, Flight of the Wounded, which is available now uh, through your Bandcamp. I guess most people can can order everything. Is that right? Yeah, Bandcamp band and uh, au, which is pretty much. There's a few other. Uh, there's I think Lasers edge do the cds in america and yep. just to doing them in europe um other than that that's they're the best places we never even used Bandcamp camp before the pandemic 
I didn't even know what it was. It's <laughs> amazing, <laughs> right? Man, that's been, that's well, been Zoom, great. right? Did you, did you discover Zoom during the pandemic too, like everybody else? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I used to uh, use Skype, Skype. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Remember Skype? Uh, uh, well, Dean, it's uh, great to talk to you, man. Uh, I definitely okay, become man. a fan and I dig the new record a lot. And, uh, you. you know, we'll keep uh, keep spreading the word about it over here. And good luck with Thanks, uh, with everything you got going on. Thanks for having me. Cool, man. All right. Bye. Thanks to Dean for the interview. Don't forget the new album from Terror Maze, Play the Wounded, is out now. So check it out. We're going to close with a little bit of the track Gold from the new album. From coming news, interviews, reviews, and more, please check out progworth.com. Follow us on all our socials and all our podcast networks. And check out special episodes on YouTube. We'll see you soon. Forget